Welcome to Sea Time, everybody, the off-road show that brings you all the results, news, and online shenanigans that make being online a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Fly Racing for their support of Sea Time. Please go check them out at flyracing.com. Welcome, everybody, to Sea Time. This is episode 70. Uh, it's Tuesday, January 22nd, if I remember any of my mathematician skills, so hopefully I am correct. I just want to say thank you, everybody who's tuning in. It is 8.09, so for technical errors, we have actually broken a record. Every other time that we've had to figure something out, reinstall something on somebody's computer, it's taken us at least 30 minutes to get live. Right now, it is 8.09, so not even a full 10 minutes uh, I don't know if I should pat myself on the back, cry, or have more of my beverage that I am drinking. What's going to be fun about this evening is we've got two professional motorcycle racers on the show. What's neat is one of them is a West Coast rider, specifically. One of them is more of an East Coast rider. I would say he's definitely an East Coast rider. Those Georgian guys, you can't get them out of nowhere. But it's going to be a lot of fun. So we've got Robbie Bell, who just uh, raced round one and the works in Arizona this past weekend. And then we have Russell Bobbitt, who was racing at the Sorks event. A lot of letters that we'll figure out what all those mean as we get into this. But I just wanted to say thanks to those guys for being on the show. It's going to be a little interesting. We've kind of got all their videos set up so that everybody can see them at the same time, hear what they have to say. And Russell Bobbitt is drinking an unnamed beverage. Uh, but let's start with the West Coast because why not? So, Mr. Bell, tell us about your evening and if you're having fun, and hopefully Bobbitt doesn't make fun of you. Yeah, I'm having fun so far. It's a little bit of a cluster getting ready because I got the uh, time zones mixed up, thinking I had another hour to just chill and wait. And then all of a sudden you text me saying, hey, we're going to be on in like 10 minutes. <laughs> Get your stuff together. Let's do it on Skype. So uh, I got all the problems worked out, and here we are. Yeah, as, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting when uh, somebody not a, you know tells you, hey, I'm in the shower, and I'm just reading your emails and thinking about you, and then we have to change the whole <laughs> setup. I mean, but, you know, I mean, that's not what Bobbitt did by any means, is it, Bobbitt? No? No. no? I, I, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> uh, I think you're talking about Bell. He was in the shower, <laughs> and he was trying to call you, and I think that's what happened. Yeah, you think so? Okay. I was, think, I was thinking about that sweet mustache in the shower. Hell yeah, you were. Who wouldn't? I mean, <laughs> this mustache right here, what's fun is that I keep getting all kinds of really good comments on it. Uh, I've even had guys talk to me, strangely enough, this I, I hate to admit this, guys talk to me in the elevator telling me how sweet my stash is. Um, a little scary, but I mean, if I guess if it's that good, you just got to you know mention it and talk about it, right? It's a heck of a conversation starter, that's it's for sure. It's something. I wish... I mean, not that I wish I wasn't married and that I have a great family with my wife, but I mean, I have a feeling at this point in time I would meet a totally different like array of women. Like it would be scary, but maybe fun. I don't know. I'd be into it. They they might be scary. That's that's for sure. <laughs> they they might also be one percenters, but you know, I, I don't really know. <laughs> so, all right, if I were to look at some of my notes right now, the first thing that I have to mention is that uh, we want to say thank you to Verb Off-Road for all their help that they've been doing. They've been really helping us kind of market it uh, and promote the site a little bit more, and they would love to give away a shirt. So we've decided that we're going to have a trivia question. So as things go on throughout the show, we're going to pick one of those guys at random, Mr. Bell or Mr. Bobbitt, and they're going to come up with a question that you guys get to answer in the chat room. So if you guys aren't in the chat room and you're listening live or watching, make sure that you actually get in there. Get active. Give us some questions because as I randomly look through there, I'm going to make sure I pop in there and give them some questions from the chat room. But to go ahead and jump right into some of the things we're going to talk about, Mr. Bell, you were at – I just want to call you that because it's fun because you look like a Mr. Bell. You look very official. I even think you did your hair for this. Did you? 
I did. I did. I just put the gel in it just for you. That is a second. Look at Bobbit over there. He's just like, F it, hoodie. I mean, you know, I'm growing out a little bit of stubble. You know, just hanging out at my house, you know. (laughs) I can't actually see you guys right now, so I'm just imagining this, you know, big, you know, Mufasa Fu Manchu you have. And I kind of picture Robbie Bell, like, the last time I saw him, I thought he had, like, a white turtleneck, like, cashmere, (laughs) like, sweater jacket thing. Oh, it's a V-neck, (laughs) V-neck. So I'm not real sure. That's kind of that's just the picture I have of this, you know. That's close enough. That's, that's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's not a V-neck. It's definitely not white, and I don't think it's made out of cashmere. But okay. you were halfway there. I mean, that was like that was pretty. Well, that that's my day to day. You know, I, ha- I have to rep the rep the sponsor, so I have a fox shirt on. But my day to day, he's actually really close. Is he? Man, you could- yeah. I like it. You West so. you West Coasters, you're uh you're very very I don't I wanna say preppy, but I don't know if that's a negative connotation or if that's a it's just what it is. Well plus, plus it's like forty five degrees at night out here, so we're freezing. Mm. I guess forty five. It's like below freezing here, and that's cold for Georgia. <laughs> cold. Cold. It's been weird in Texas, but I'm not too sure, you know. That's it, Bob. Look at you. you just I'm just going to interrupt and talk about shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of the things that uh, was interesting is that both of you guys came away this past weekend with seconds in your respective races that you raced. Again, Bell, you uh, had round one of Works in Arizona, and Bob, you had uh, round one of the Sorks series. Southern. So what does the S stand for? Southern. So we're world and they're southern. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I could make a whole nother joke right now, but I'm just gonna. I mean, it really should be like yeah. WT off road championship something, but no, maybe not. Well, well, it's definitely southern. You know, it's kind of better than the rest of the world. <laughs> That's like now, uh, because if if it's Texas, it's you know, better than the rest of the world. I, we have to, you know, think that anyway. I think if it's Texas, it's better than the rest of the world. After that, then you're just then you're just kind of shooting in the wind there. But all right, so <laughs> the work series has had a lot of. I don't know. It, it, the industry has talked a lot about the work series kind of going up, going down, the way things have changed, and they made a lot of format changes this past year. Um, you know, Kawasaki pulled out on on the kind of the industry side of things with having an off road, you know, a professional off road race program. Um, so I think that they were like, "Excuse me, how are we gonna keep keep people coming, keep things interested, and really get this back to the way that it used to be?" It seemed like they had the, the format changes going back to the two hour only Sunday event. Uh, it seemed to be a lot more of a rough terrain, a lot more rocky. So, Bell, take us through the weekend. How did you, you know, what did you think about a lot of the changes, and just, uh, you know, what made it awesome for you? I th- I thought it was good. I thought, you know, they went back to basics a little bit, like you said, going back to two hours, going back to one day only for the pros, and uh, and more off road. You know, not not so moto slash GP oriented of a course, and. Uh, I thought I thought it was positive. I thought it was well received. I know I I loved it because I, I mean Southern California all we have is desert and rocks. So I was pumped on the rocks and the sand and, yeah. and all that. But uh, I, I thought it was good. I think, um, you know, I, I think it's just it's just tough times right now. It's tough to get a lot of pros anywhere. Yeah, and, and uh, you guys actually had and and they mixed the two courses again, right? I mean the two classes again. They had the pro and the pro two start at the same time. Is that you know, is that you think just to kind of have 
a start that's going to have, uh, I guess, a larger number of people start off, or is that really just kind of the way they've been doing things lately? Um, it's it, they started it at the end of last year, um, just basically to, to get it to get a better, if you want to say, a better image, you know, get a better picture for the first turn, basically, right? And uh, and have it be a little more competitive. I I actually like it, you know, because it's nice to have have a solid front row of, of, you know, 25, 30 guys on the line again, instead of, you know, instead of less than 10. So, I mean, some people don't like it because they think, you know, the pro twos are not racing for money. You know, we're racing for money. So what if you get a bad start and you uh. have to pass the guys you're not racing against, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't really mind it. I, I think it's better. I think it's adds some adrenaline, adds some excitement to it. For sure. And then it looked like, uh, was it Ty Trammell? I believe his name was. He was actually... Tremaine. Tremaine. Okay. He actually got the, the whole shot. So, I mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty on a, cool. Yeah, on a KTM with a button. And I thought those things were slower <laughs> since you can't... You know, technically, you're not supposed to prime them before. So, I don't know if he had a way around that. Uh, well, the guys have been priming it for years before they had to go ahead and just jump off the line. So, if you know what I mean, it's the way we keep it interesting. So... <laughs> If you were to say one thing to an East Coaster like Bobbit about your race, where you're like, "Oh, you always race in the East Coast, and the West Coast is better," what would you tell him about <laughs> you, this course this weekend that would make him realize that he should have been racing on the West Coast? I mean, I don't, I don't know if they have many rocks out there. I mean, I know, I know, I can't, I can't ride through trees to save my life, so I can't even compare the two, the two different, you know, the differences between the two. But I, I know. It was one of the rockiest races I've ever been in, and uh, definitely one of the toughest. And I had that was the word through the pits too. So I'd say if you enjoyed some rocks, it was worth coming out. Nice. All right. So then, yeah, it sounds different. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It sounds different from like what we've seen with the works events. And I don't. I don't ride much rocks. So you know, when we do have a rock run, it's for sure different than your rock run. <laughs> you know, <laughs> ours are mostly like the rocks on the east coast would be more in the new england area or like tennessee kind of uh some spotty sections and it i mean i know you guys have like just you know littered of just desert rocks everywhere so it's that's a whole nother ball game hmm. well uh, uh bob it let us know a little bit about how the Sorks event was. Tell us actually a little bit about that series too. I mean, you know, you could scour it all you want, but it seems that kind of like their website and their their whole social uh, networking is not, I, I wouldn't say, up to date. So let us know a little bit about that series as well uh, when you're telling us about the race this past weekend. Yeah, um, you know, the Sorks is just kind of like a local series that's getting going and it's been picking up momentum over the last couple of years. Uh you know, it's uh, you know, challenging the Citra Hair Scramble series and kind of has put them in a jeopardy of kind of being, uh, or I guess who is uh, having the best series now. And uh, the Sorks is, you know, I think Southern Off Road Racing Championship, and uh, it's just a about a two hour hair scramble race. There's only one race, so all the amateurs and all the pros and everyone are combined together. Uh, this last weekend, they drew about 300 people, and uh, it was, you know, perfect conditions. It was really awesome, just uh, sandy, and it was about a skid steer width, you know, wide yeah. for a lot of the track, or, you know, wider, and then a couple, like, little single track sections, but mostly, you know, like, a, almost, I guess you could say a GNCC trail, but the quads go after the bikes, so it's not all blown out from a quad. <laughs> Just telling it how telling us how it is. I like it. That's okay. Well, uh <laughs> it 
it looked like you had a really good race. I mean, like I said, we didn't really get much of an update, not really much of a press release from those guys on how the race went and conditions. So let us know a little bit too about the, uh, you know, I mean, it sounds like it wasn't that tight, you know, maybe a little bit typical Georgia, but you know, R- Charlie Mullins came in with the win. You were there. We got Nick Ferringer in third. So how was the battling going on with you guys? Yeah, I got off to a pretty good start uh, from the from the go, and I kind of made a mistake on this kind of kaolin mud section to sl- slid out off the beginning and draw back to about fifth or sixth, and uh, I kind of got in line with Charlie, and everyone's just kind of going for it, you know, making a bunch of roost and throwing sand everywhere. Pretty annoying. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, Charlie and I just kind of picked off a couple people, and I got around Charlie, and uh you know was catching i think uh baylor uh grant baylor and we uh made our way around him and then we caught nick and i think he got a little bit uh arm pump he had checked out early on the first lap and we kind of just drew him in i think he fell and made a mistake and then uh you know for the next i guess four laps uh charlie and i pretty much stayed just right on each other i was leading i think he got around me one time and then he ran into a lapper and that was kind of the story for the rest of the middle of the race like we'd pin it whenever we could and it was open and uh we'd try and just ride our own lines but then uh with there being about 300 people and a lot of sea riders and beginner riders there was a lot of traffic and so that was a that was a chore navigating through everyone, but uh, we made it through pretty clean. Uh, pitted on the fourth lap, and so did he. And then I ran into uh, one of my buddies actually, and we kind of we just both you know flew to the ground. And I was like making sure he was all right, and got up, and went, got going again, and uh, pulled a little bit of a gap because I think Charlie didn't have a dry brake tank on yet, and I guess. Coming into the last lap, uh, we ran into a little bit of lap traffic, and just uh, he got made his way around me, and then you know he put the hammer down the last lap. You know we were dropping our lap times anyway, and then he just uh, he put in a really solid fast lap, and I had a little bit of issues a couple you know with some more lappers and. Um, you know, but really, he just rode a fast lap, and I couldn't, uh, you know, get back up to him. Hmm. Were you on your 300? Yeah, that was uh, my first race on the Berg 300. It was uh, really good. I mean, you know, I'm pumped with the the whole bike, the you know, the frame, and just um, you know, everyone's kind of just saying it's blue KTM, but really, there's <laughs> there's a bunch of differences with it. You know, the clutch is sick. It's got this uh, new diaphragm clutch in it that's uh, even easier to pull, which I know, you know, Bell, you're probably on a, you know, Japanese bike with still cable clutch, and you'd probably be a little jealous if you pulled this. <laughs> but Yeah, uh, I, I, rode, I rode KTMs back in 03, and I, the hydraulic clutches are pretty nice. Yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. And, uh, you know, it's – well. I guess the bike's got, you know, PDS, that's one of the major things, you know, that's kind of setting it apart from the other bikes, the KTMs now. Is 
Oh, man. Well, that's okay that you finally got to, you know, kind of, I guess, see him for a little bit and kind of see how things were going because it, it's interesting. We got to talk with him last week, and he seemed really pumped on the fact that, you know, he's getting ready to go out there and, and, uh, and kind of try to get his number one plate uh, again. So it's going to be interesting, I think, the whole year how it goes down. Well, congratulations on your second place, both of you guys. Um, and do you think that uh, this is kind of – what are you going to change? going forward you guys to to really yeah i mean i hope it's not indicative of the rest of the season but you know it's not gonna be uh i'm happy with that being the first race especially for me on the new bike and new team uh you know we are actually scheduled to have our first real you know east coast suspension test here in the next week or so so you know that's just kind of uh the suspension that uh we we're sent originally and uh, I'm looking forward to doing more testing with it. I think for sure we'll be able to make some improvements and uh, that's going to be, you know, really beneficial once we get that test underway. And, you know, I just got some other, some new forks and chalk with a different setting to test here at the house. So, you know, I'm looking forward just to doing that. And, you know, I think I can find some more comfort in that. Nice. And what about you, Bill? Uh, for me, the bike's sweet. Um, like I said, it's not a big change from last year, so that that didn't take anything. Um, I was I was carrying a little bit of a wrist injury coming into the weekend, so I think for me, the biggest thing is coming into the next round 100%, and uh, and that's going to make all the difference. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that's good to know what you guys are kind of like thinking about, you know, going forward. I know that for on the West Coast, you know, this is works. It was round one, and as but then as Bobbitt was saying, kind of about the sorks, that it's a little bit a little bit more kind of a way to race your way into the the big boy season um you know it's a little bit more of a local event there so that way um you guys kind of know where you're at and you can kind of pick and choose and stuff one of the things yeah 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 one of the things that we always have to do here on seat time is we have to thank our sponsors and one of our really good sponsors is fly racing and flyracing.com is where you can find them on the internet and I have a neat little product that I'd like to tell you about that they just came out with. Um, it's going to be their new chest protector. Uh, it's actually a chest protector designed by Liat, but the the, the, or the developed by Liat, and then kind of the design, the look and the feel comes into it from Fly Racing. So they kind of partnered up on these. So this new uh, Pro Chest Protector is actually it's designed to fit extremely well with the Fly neck braces, obviously the uh, or Liat brace. Um, you can kind of remove the front and back piece so that they can work together really well. Um, the CE rating on these guys is kind of what it would be like when they test those things to see how heavy, um, how how much they can take. So this is an actual chest protector versus, uh, say, a roost guard, um, and that's really good. I mean, that's something that's that a lot of people don't think about. You know, it's like, oh, are they, I want a roost protector. No, I want a chest protector. Well, there's actually a difference, and this is one of the things you can look for uh, in the fly racing uh, chest protectors is as well. Lots and lots of vents, so that way you can stay cool. These guys are a little bit heavier than your typical roost protector, so it's good that they have a lot, you know a lot of liberal vents on there, and it's uh, really adjustable. So check them out, flyracing.com. Their new chest protectors uh, are really, really good stuff. So thank you for Fly Racing for their support. Who just fell over? I don't know. Who just fell I over? can't see. <laughs> it's like the perfect are, are time. you at least wearing the chest protector and Leah? <laughs> oh my gosh you know what's funny is I actually could have done that I wish I kind of had but I didn't somebody somebody is gonna I think somebody's oh, cat me. just shit themselves and is going through 
No, that, that's litter. that's me. I, I told I told you like I said I was an hour hour off, and so I didn't get dinner. So my wonderful fiance just brought some Chick Fil A. Why is she not on the show? Mm. Do you want her on the show? I mean, she, dude, hello, fiance. Sounds a lot sexier than one of us three. Pop in, pop in and say hi. To who? The internet. <laughs> to the oh, internet. Hey, hi. what's up, everybody? We now have fiance on the internet show. I still don't have video. <laughs> well, Bobbit, I will. I will let you know right now that you're missing out on a lot because she definitely looks better than Belle, and she doesn't have any gel in her hair. I don't. <laughs> Are you wearing a cashmere sweater? Me? No, I'm wearing scrubs because I work for an orthodontist. Nice. Oh, all right. Is that why he has such good pearly whites? That is actually it is. You know, he does have good teeth, so. It's okay. He he worries about his image. We could tell, and that's fine. I don't. I don't have to worry about my image. It just comes naturally. You know what I'm saying? Just grew it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, what was your name, madam? My name is Katie. Katie. Well, it was very nice to meet you, and we really appreciate you being on the internet with us. Oh no problem. And you could join us anytime. Have a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. Enjoy your dinner. Is this your first debut internet video with Robbie? It was. She just left the room. Oh. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's not going to be like some other video internet thing that's going to pop up like in 10 years, is there? No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. We don't record that. Why would you want to record that? All right. So we've talked about what everybody's doing for 2013, the new bikes, all that kinds of stuff. But, uh, Bob, you mentioned some interesting things about your new Husaberg. Um, that I think a lot of people wonder and they question they would love to know more about, and that is the fact uh, you mentioned, say one good thing, is the PDS. Um, you know, you're kind of back onto what people would call a two- to three-year-old KTM. And we, I know now, having talked with Ferringer so much and with having talked to you a little bit, that's obviously not the case. There are a ton of differences in the Husabergs. You're getting ready to do a bunch of suspension testing. So... You told us about the clutch. Give us some other things. Tell us a little bit more about how the suspension is really different, the porting on the bike, and some of the little things that you've noticed now that you're on that blue 300 that really that really change it for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess starting off with PDS, you know, it's just it's not outdated technology by any means. You know, WP has been working with the PDS system for s- several years now, and they've come up, you know, really long way with it and make steps each year to improve and you know come up with new ideas and you know make it better it's uh you know still used by uh i guess you know factory ktm team uh last year at least uh for at the world enduros and you know hoosberg team you know over there as well uh some of the other changes i guess to the bike for i guess 2013 would be the rear subframe. A lot of people have seen that it's uh, oh, actually a molded it's like hard plastic a instead of like an yeah. aluminum subframe. So that's different. Um, I'm not real sure like what reasons they decided to go that route. Uh, it's got a nice like handle for you to pick up the bike, but <laughs> um, and it actually might be a little bit lighter. I'm not sure, but uh, um, so far I haven't had any issues at all. You know, some people kind of ask me. They almost wonder if it's going to be brittle or, you know, have some kind of, I don't know, I guess they think it's going to 
break easier, but it's really strong and it's definitely been durable so far. I crashed, you know, end over end this weekend at Wrens and, uh, you know, there was nothing wrong that I could see. You know, it's just, uh, it was the rider, you know, perfect. yeah, it was the rider. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, it's good. Um, I'm trying to think what else is different. Um, you know, the, the plastics themselves, you know, are super sharp this year. You know, personally, I wasn't that, like, big a fan of the looks of the Bergs last year. Like, their shrouds and, you know, some of their plastics, their front and rear fenders, like, just weren't like that, I guess, like, I don't know, good looking. But this year, I think it looks better than, you know, the Yamahas and... I like the looks better than the KTMs. Like the rear fender is super sharp looking and uh, pretty rigid, and the front fender just uh, it's got a really cool appeal to it. And I think it actually might deflect uh, some of that front tire roost a little bit better, even. And I think my buddy Nick's kind of mentioned on that too. So right. It's, I, yeah, it's good. Uh, do you? I, I, one of the things I always notice on the Husabergs and I don't know if it's if it's an aesthetics deal or if there's actually a little bit to it but it seems like the shrouds can actually kind of pocket your knees um to maybe pinch the bike a little bit better is that I, like I, I've never thrown my leg over one and ridden one so I don't know but is that mainly aesthetics there in the shrouds or can you actually kind of uh you know pocket your knees in there um I don't really know what you're talking about. Then that is the best answer of <laughs> them all. It just feels like a bike when I'm on it. Uh, I couldn't tell you that it there's pockets. Um, you know, I don't have a place to put my uh, wallet in there easily or anything. But but it does come with a nice battery pack box in the air box. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you could put a pack of lunch in there if you want to. Uh, <laughs> that'd be a good pocket. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, cause I've removed the battery, you know, the two strokes just start so well and, uh, we just get rid of the electric start stuff on my race bikes. But, um, you know, a lot of people do really like the electric start on the two strokes now. And I think, you know, the Stockbergs come with, you know, that new four CS fork that WP has right. and some other cool stuff too, like the headlight and, you know, some of that other stuff that I think a lot of people actually would still utilize. You're like, F that. That's just, that's, that has a whole extra pound of weight that you don't need. Yeah, we, we like it kind of lean and mean. You know, we still got to put on, you know, my Enduro Engineering Bark Busters and stuff. So, you know, we just, uh, we get rid of what we can and then we put on all the other, like, armor and protector that, yeah. <laughs> uh, protection that it needs. Take off a pound to add two. No, I do I, I do. I do know what you mean. Okay, so I did yeah. get a fun... Ah, see, now there we go. That's what I'm looking for. We're getting some good <laughs> questions here that... Uh, I, and, and that's the... I think... Are you looking at the chat room, Robbie? Yeah. All right, yeah. so there it is. Uh, so, so do you like Disneyland? Love Disneyland. Love Disneyland. Yes. Okay, tell us. Why do you love Disneyland? Uh, it's it's funny because uh, when I first met Katie, my fiance, she she's a Disney Disneyland fanatic, and uh, I wasn't really into it. I'm like, why would you spend money and go to Disneyland? I don't get it. And then she took me there, and the magic happened. And uh, <laughs> yes, I, I fell in love with where I proposed to her, and uh, we're gonna get married in August. So uh, so it's definitely a special place to us, and it's a place we go probably three or four times a month. 
<laughs> three or four times a month? Yeah, well, it's just down the road. It's like 30 minutes away. We have season passes because we're into that, so... Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I have uh, I love Disney World. Uh, you know, I live in Texas, so obviously I, I'm not down the down the road, unfortunately, from uh, Florida. But it, I've probably been uh, four or five times in my life, and it's awesome. I've even been when I was like 32, like a couple years ago. Still loved it. It was absolutely. I mean, I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe I got issues, but whatever. It's a great time. That's just it's the smell of churros and <laughs> all the all the people viewing that you get to. You know, there there is some mix of random people. When you walk into Disneyland and look around. Oh, the people watching is spectacular for sure. Yeah, yeah. But one of the things that, one of the other questions we got, Mr. Bobbitt, was for you, um, speaking of people watching, uh, it was having to do with your tongue and groove pine walls. Uh, Mr. Lucas Como from Louisiana was actually asking about your walls. And uh, and oh, yeah. and uh, didn't know if you put those up or if you had someone else put them up for you. Are you a handyman? Uh. You know, since I've become a homeowner in the past year, I've been what I would say a handyman. I've learned a lot of cool stuff, <laughs> but definitely didn't put up the walls. You know, I bought the house as is. It's a log cabin I live in, so uh, I don't I don't know so much about your tongue and groove, but uh, yeah. <laughs> It's it's a wood wall. It's a <laughs> so uh, Lucas Como. Just to let you know, it is a wood wall. So very good job, absolutely amazing. Uh, so uh, Bell, you as well were competing in the you know best in the desert. You're going to be competing in the Heron Hound that's going to be coming up this weekend. So how... definitely not going to be doing that. No, no, I don't do the Heron Hound. What is this crap? That bomb run is too scary for me. That's it. You're just scared of the bomb run. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. <laughs> I mean, I I know I would be, but what the hell? You're a professional dirt bike racer, right? I've had I've heard too many stories and had too many friends just wad themselves on the start. I'm just not into it. Wow. So, but the idea is, I mean, it's kind of like chasing the hare, right? You know, they're like, all right, you this guy goes out, and then they tell you when to go, and you're just at some point, you're all gonna converge and do a trail. Yeah, I mean, if, if I could... They chasing could, bunnies a long time ago. I, if, I, if I could guarantee, like, a third-place start to the bomb, I'd be into it. But, man, being back, if you got, like, in, in the teens or the 20s, that's just a rough day written all over it. It's it's not going to be a good time. So what you're saying is you're not next, you're, you're not the next Kurt Caselli? <laughs> no, definitely not the next Captain America. Oh, Captain America! <laughs> 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 I like it. I like where this is going. This is good. This is really hey, good. Hey, Robbie, I, I second your motion on the not wanting to do a bomb. I mean... Uh, I'm, I'm glad, because some, some people make fun of me, but I I just not into it. Well, I've never done a hare and hound at all, or a desert race, so you've even got, I mean, a ton more experience out there, but there's... Yeah. I Kurt, you know... He's got a whole nother mindset for that kind of thing. Like I don't know what he what bolts he just takes out and throws on the ground before he goes to the line, but you know, that that takes a whole nother person for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean I I'd I'd way rather hang it out in Baja going hundred miles an hour than do that bum run, as weird as that might sound. Man, that's that's right. crazy. I guess it's it, and what changes it for you is that you have absolutely no idea. What's in front of you, or that it's that many people in one specific kind of corralled area, like 
trying to corral the one area. I think that's it. I think it's all the people, the dust, and then, I mean, you, you just, you're, you're millimeters from rocks, right. and all it takes is hitting that one. And, uh, you know, maybe 10 years ago, I would have been like, oh, I don't really care, you know, if I hit a rock, whatever, but now I really don't want to hit that rock. You're like, I used to love rocks, and now I'm like, uh, that sounds scary. There was a video from the works race, actually, that Spencer Robert did, and there was a dude, like, totally clobbering over a rock uh at this past that and i I would agree with you it looks a little dangerous hey that was a good story brian yeah right now (laughs) well you can't i mean i could be playing it for robbie bell right now and you would have no earthly idea what's going on i know you're not you sure you sure yeah i could be playing a video with my mustache dancing what are you gonna do about it Hey, I've seen you grow a pretty wicked mustache, though, Bob. Before, when are you gonna when are you gonna break that out again? I know Bell can't because he's like Babyface McGee over here. Yeah, there's no way I could I could grow it out for like three years and I would barely have stubble. <laughs> I had a pretty mean beard toward the end of the year, and it, it's gonna you know it's gonna not be that big for a while because that took a lot of effort. <laughs> That whole, yeah, it, it, yeah, I thought most people didn't shave because the shaving part takes too much effort, but now actually shaving, no, not shaving. Your takes way more effort than shaving, hmm. way more effort, you know. Once it starts crawling in your mouth and, hmm. you know, it gets just, it pisses you off sometimes, you know. You got extra food to wipe off your face. I'm already a messy eater, so, you know, it just, it can rub you wrong. I mean, it really does piss me off when it crawls into my mouth and rubs me wrong. See? Yeah, I know. (laughs) All right. (laughs) On that note, I want to take a quick break because I want to say thank you very much to another one of our sponsors here at Seat Time. So squarespace.com slash seat time. That's where you can go check it out. So squarespace.com is uh, the easiest way for you to make an exceptional website. Uh, and we have a lot of athletes here. These guys can go out there, and what they're going to do is they're going to be like, oh, how do I promote myself better? Well, they're going to make a really wicked-ass website for themselves where they're going to put pictures, they're going to put blog posts, things like that. So if you don't want to have to get in touch with a professional web designer and you want to be able to have control over everything, host your website, and have amazing customer service, squarespace.com is where you want to go. They have been nice enough to give us a discount code to offer to you guys. You can go, again, squarespace.com slash seat time is the URL. And then seat time one is the discount code you want to put in. That's going to give you 10% off your first purchase. Now, your first purchase, if it's just a month to month, that would mean it's off the first month. But if you get the yearly package, that's 10% off the entire year. So obviously, you know, if you want to become a mathematician, there's a way to make that work for you better than what other people would think. But we say thank you very much to them for their to Squarespace for their support. Um, I think it's going to be a good partnership, and I hope that you guys get some of the stuff out of it because I've been using it on a couple personal things, and it works absolutely amazing. So thank you very much to Squarespace. Um, so uh, going forward, I just you know, keep thinking you're saying Squareface. Squareface. Well, yeah. if I okay, so say I was saying Squareface, what do you think then that I would be referring to? And then you say seat time and Squareface, and I don't know. <laughs> I just got some pretty crazy pictures in my head. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I really wish that we could see into your head right now. Okay, but but <laughs> Robbie, I saw a picture on Instagram from October. Now, this is off of Russell Bobbitt's Instagram, but I'm going to you about this. And it was a picture of gummy eggs. 
So like, you know, gummy worms are like gummy bears, but it was an egg. So like gummy eggs. Would you ever actually purchase that and eat it? I mean, you got to try everything at least once, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know where exactly. a sentiment like who, that would... Who would have ever thought of making gummy eggs? But some Amish dude did somewhere in a truck stop, and I had to get them. I mean, I mean can, you, can you do a better job of describing these for me, though? Uh, maybe maybe Bobbitt could try. All right, well, uh, I mean, it's just kind of like, uh, you know... Uh, it's a scrambled, or not a scrambled egg, sorry. It's an over-easy-looking egg, but, I mean, it looks like a real egg when it's in my hand, but it's about the size of one and everything, but it's just made out of, like, gummy worm chew. <laughs> so a lot of fake, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> gummy worm chew, you know? Is that what it says under ingredients? That the it first probably one right has, there? like, some guar gum in it or something. I don't know. Gua- and a lot of sugar. Guar? Yeah. Yeah, oh no, there's Yeah, guar gum. Guar gum. What is it? Yeah, it holds it all together. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what I don't know what guar gum <laughs> is, but I'm going to go with it. Not nar gum, guar gum. <laughs> like guar like the band? Yeah, but not spelled like that. No. That's how I spelled it. G U A R, not oh. G W A R. That's why my word processing program told me that I had it spelled wrong. I was like, that's how you spell Guar. That's the band, right? Guar. I don't, I don't know that remember. with your mustache and your throwback hair. I know, right? My, throw, my throwback hair. I saw you throw it back. Oh, yeah, I know. It's like, it's a, yeah, I got nothing. I mean, I really don't. It's a, You could dye it uh, blonde and be John Eric for Christmas or Halloween. You think? Yeah. Well, you'd have to shave the mustache. Uh, so. F on that one. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. All right, a little bit more motorcycle talk. Uh, we did a, a good a good transition, if you will, is the fact that we actually talked about Kurt Caselli a little bit. So think about this. Let's talk about some of the the car stuff that went on. I don't know if you guys watched all that very much. Um, I tried to catch as much as catch as much of it as I could. Uh, it's kind of interesting, obviously. Now that with I don't know if it's because of the fact that Kurt Caselli was in it. That's probably what it is for me. Um, but it seemed like there was a lot more coverage this year, um, a lot more people talking about it, a lot more websites covering it. So we got to hear a lot more about it on a daily basis. Do you guys have any takeaways from that kind of stuff? Is that anything you'd want to do? Or is that just like absolutely insane? Two weeks on a motorcycle and a lot of sore ass. Uh, on the surface, it sounds, it sounds pretty cool until you get down to the fact of, of how much riding it is and how little recovery time. And then you know, you're obviously in a different country and the food's all different. You know, once you get down to the details, it's quite an undertaking. And I got nothing but respect for those guys. But uh, it would be fun. It would be something on the bucket list, you know, to, to take on and tackle. But I don't know if that'll ever happen. We'll just have to wait and see, I guess. I have to wait for somebody to get out from a wreck and you accidentally get asked to somehow be on the team. Yeah, <laughs> just just magically sprout some money and say, here you go, take it on. Yeah, here's all your <laughs> shit. Go do it. Would, would you ever try it, Bobbitt? Um, yeah, if it wasn't there and it wasn't under all of those conditions and maybe like it was through the woods and, <laughs> you know, completely different. So yeah. it was in Canada and it wasn't the Dakar at all. <laughs> yes, yes. You could just, yeah, it would have to be uh, pretty dang different 
for me to want to go and do Dakar. Okay, so no, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. They're gonna KTM's gonna call Robbie Bill before they call you. Is what's gonna happen? Which is fine. Uh, yes, absolutely. Come on, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm seeing things in the chat room that just don't make me happy. One of the things that got released late last night that I kind of talked about a little bit this morning on the Seat Time website is that the AMA released the fact that they are going to have an amateur national off-road championship uh, event. So the way that they have an, a Loretta Lens so that people can, you know, kids can qualify, not just kids, but that all amateurs can qualify for their respective classes um, and then go race at Loretta Lens to see who will be the national champion in their respective class. They will now be doing that um, at what once was the Big Sky Cross Country Race there in Big Sky, Montana, at the resort. Um, have you guys heard anything about this event? Yeah, I heard it got shut down or something, though. Like, someone had a lawsuit yep. out there. Okay, so that is correct. Yeah. That is what happened. Um, there was a lawsuit. Apparently, a spectator got hurt, um, and so the as insurances do insure you know and this all unfortunately happens behind the scene insurances insurance companies go back and forth they try to figure out who's going to cover what who's going to talk to who um and the race organization for that race where the spectator got hurt decided they were not or their insurance company decided they weren't going to be liable so that's why they went to the resort well, what happened is, is the ama stepped in really helped out and they talked to a lot of people behind the scenes and they did what they do best you know they they litigated and they protected our rights as riders. So what happened is, is now that race that was once canceled is now going to come back as an actual amateur national off-road championship. So, you know, unfortunately, you guys are professional racers, but maybe when you retire like Ricky Carmichael did, you, know, you could go into the some kind of plus 30 older person class and uh, and come back and race as an amateur. So, I mean... You- I, th- I thought I thought it... Because it, it, it culminates at Big Sky, though, still, doesn't it? It does, yes. So it's actually at the same resort. It's essentially, so what once was the Big Sky Cross Country, is or XC, is now, a, I guess they're going to call it like the Big Sky Off-Road National Championship Amateur Day of Awesomeness. <laughs> but I, I thought I read that there was still a pro class and still a personal that. Oh, yeah, you're still going to be able to do that. But it's kind of, I guess it's kind of weird then, isn't it? Because of the fact that they're kind of touting it as an amateur national championship, but then they're going to have a pro class as well. So I guess they're going to have a little bit of both. Maybe that'll be on a different day, you think? Yeah, I think I think the pro, pro race is going to be like the last race, you know, like the big glamorous. Uh, the culmination of the week. <laughs> the culmination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although I'm going to have to write a letter because uh, – I'm getting married on that day, so I don't think I'm going to make it. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to write a letter and see if they'll change the date for me. Uh, but I don't know if I have that much pulse. So maybe I'll have Kurt write a letter. Yes, uh, we could. I have his. I could have his. I have his number. I could text him. He texts me back like one out of every three texts, and that yeah, that, that's pretty that's, good. That's odds. a ratio for me. I'm I'm working with that. I'm okay with that because it's Kurt. You know, I mean, the guy wears free guns or no guns. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> enough to hurt people oh geez. all right so what's going to be coming up we're going to have the national heron hound uh round one in johnson uh johnson valley ohv area i think that's going to be cool i don't know if kirk is going to be coming back to that or not we were just talking about him but he just did the car i would think after two weeks off of a motorcycle that he's pretty chapped there's probably areas of him that are sore he didn't know could be sore so i don't know if he's gonna be there obviously david pearson your thr teammate is probably gonna be out there so but you're not gonna do Heron Hound. Nope. So what are you doing this weekend? 
Definitely not. Anything special this weekend, though, or you're just hanging out? Going to Disneyland. Yes. Mm. I'm excited about that. I re- dude, I would go. I'm just saying. I'm not in California either because I'm still in Texas, as I mentioned earlier. But I would go. What about you, Bob? I guess Tr- Christian Bale was there yesterday. What? So, you know, one can only hope I'll see some celebrities. Dude, where's the pictures? Pictures or didn't happen. It's on, it's on Instagram or something. All right. Like everything is nowadays. Right. Is it under your fiance's <laughs> account or your account? Because I didn't find you. You didn't find me on Instagram? Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm using my clever screen name uh-uh. on everything. So. Oh, damn it. All right, I'll do it again. I'll check again. What about you, Bobbitt? What are you doing? Uh, the first national hair scramble. Where, where's that at? Sumter, South Carolina. Ooh, and this is the AMA, like, East Coast? or? Yeah, yeah, East Coast. Yeah, national hair scramble. All right, all right. So, actually, an AMA-sanctioned event. I like to hear that. That's good. You know where you know where I'm gonna be, Bobbit? Uh, you're gonna go to Dollywood. Nope, not going to Dollywood. Just because she has big boobs doesn't mean I'm gonna be like in the whole time. I just thought you wanted to go to a theme park to be like Belle. Uh, I there are a lot of other things in this life that I'm gonna do to be like Belle. Okay, a theme park is just on the bottom of that list. <laughs> First thing I'm gonna do is get Jill. Get gel. Get a V-neck. V-neck. At least I, I have. Get gel. I have a couple V-necks. Get your teeth whitened. You know, I don't know where he shops because I don't have sweaters that are nice like his. And yeah, they, they just might be sweaters. You don't know that they're that, that they're nice sweaters. They're nice. I just yeah. I don't know where you get <laughs> stuff like that. Well, I am going to be actually at the round one of the TSEC events. So we're going to have our first uh, Texas State. Enduro Championship race going on at Cycle Land, so I'm looking forward to that. I know there's like a uh, Cole Kirkpatrick's going to be there, Hayden Franklin's going to be there. We got a lot of our uh, Texas pros are going to come. It's neat because this is one of the first Texas races in a very, very long time that's actually going to have a pro purse. Um, so some of the pros, can, cool. so yeah, I mean, 250 bucks to the you know to the double A rider that uh, overalls it. Unfortunately, it's not a pro purse to where they're going to give first, second, and third, but I really think it's a good start. Um, you know, now that they don't have now that we don't have traditional timekeepers in that sense anymore, you kind of need that extra little something to bring a lot of the you know pros to the races, and I think that it's it's nice. It's something to, that's going to help those guys out. So, King of the Motos, though, are you going to be going to that, Bell, or is that uh, if if I get a free bike that I can throw away right afterwards, you will see me there. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not going to take my own equipment yeah. and just beat it to crap. Dude, that, just that drive place... like XR400 or something. <laughs> yeah. man. Go, go, go I know. call Scott Summers and ask him if you can borrow an XR600. And, uh, and Yeah. I'm not, I'm not as big as Scott, though. He could just throw that thing on his shoulders if he gets into something too gnarly. I'd have to get like a little 150 or something so I could put it on my back and carry it over some stuff. Yeah, that's true. I, that would actually <laughs> probably be pretty good to ride one of those Honda 150s there. I don't think you could. I think Bell could, but no. I don't think you could, Bob. It might be fun. Might be slow, but whatever. <laughs> no. Well, you would do a hell of a lot better than I would. Okay, I did get another weird question. Not weird. I don't know, but somebody was asking Russell if you were actually going to go to any Supercross races uh, this uh, this this year. If you had just had any, I guess, plans to attend one. 
not yet. I would love to go to Atlanta because it's my hometown, Supercross, I guess. But Georgia. we have an OMA that weekend. And then so no. I haven't uh, seen exactly, I guess, when the Supercross is and uh, I guess bike week. It's probably, I guess, the Saturday, like always. But um, yeah. I guess sometimes it's different, I think, down there. I can't remember. So I uh, might try and hit that if possible. Nice. Well, there you go. He's going to try to make uh, those yeah. Supercross races. Well, I'm cool. I'm going to try to make Dallas. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, it's pretty close. So, uh, It's Saturday before the GNCC, same day as J-Day, is what we were just told by Bolton. So there you go, Bobbit. You should be able to make it. Ah, cool. So are you going to try to do the J-Day event? I don't know, man. It sounds like an awesome event. And, you know, being at Bostwick, that's going to be really cool. So, uh you know, I'm definitely considering it. I know it's, uh, you know, I wrote it down in the calendar, so. Uh, <laughs> if it's we'll in the see. calendar. You know, we, we're going to have a busy week, you know, just from heading down from the National Enduro, and then we'll have the GNCC on Tuesday, and then the Alligator Enduro that I'm pretty much planning on doing that Thursday, and then maybe the Georgia GNCC that Sunday, so. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We're just uh, gonna kind of play it by ear. So you're gonna be chapped as well, then. What? You're gonna be chapped as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll give it a a small dose of Dakar, like maybe day half of one. Day half of one. That's that's straight up English right there. That was grammar 101, folks. Make that's sure you correct. Actually, <laughs> day half of one. Day half of one. I mean, I'm not, I would probably have said it no different. So. I'm totally okay with it. <laughs> well, uh, all right, Bell. I just saw you giggling. What's, what were you giggling at? Uh, I'm getting text messages that I have boogers coming out my nose and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could tell you that you only have one, not a couple. Oh, the, 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 the uh, sound cut out. What did you say? Oh, I, <laughs> I said I could tell you that you only have one and not a couple, so you're safe. Oh, well, that's what it was. It was one coming out the left, so if that's all it is, I'm cool. Yeah, no, it's okay. You just use your tongue a little. And get in there, and then it's done. It's done for. It's done for, right? right? All right. I have to say thank you to one more partner and sponsor of Seed Time. I'm gonna give you guys your credit, so that way you guys can thank everybody that's been out there for you. And then we're gonna give away a Verb Off Road T-shirt. And I'm gonna let you guys. Actually, I'm gonna just make it. We're gonna give away two of them. You guys are gonna both give away. You guys are both gonna come up with questions, and whoever can answer them in the chat room is going to. Go away with that. So I just made a decision. Okay, so thank you very much to our last but not least partner of Seat Time, and that is Powersport Graphics. Powersport Graphics is a nice, nice little group of people. RidePG.com is the website that you can go check them out. So what they do is they make your bike look absolutely awesome. They sell all the kits, uh, all the sticker kits for your bikes, um, a lot of pit boards, things like that. A lot of the custom graphics that you need to look awesome and try to look as professional as possible. Sometimes when you crash, you know, you don't look that professional, but if you crash and your bike looks awesome, that way when somebody's helping you pick it up, you probably look that much more better. That much more better. Maybe. I don't know if that really sounded that fun, but that's okay. So Powersport Graphics, one of the things that they wanted us to tell you guys about is their ready to ship option. You can go to their website, ridepg.com, click on the ready to ship option and pick one of their packages that they have. And by picking that ready to ship package, you save 40% off the price of a full custom kit. Um, so the logos are as they are, but go check that out. You can learn more. You can ask all the questions you want there. They have a lot of people that want to help you out. 
great artists that helped us make our seat time bike look absolutely amazing. So we thank them very much for their support. We're going to keep figuring things out. And I hear as well that they would like to give away a couple things in the near future. So please, ridepg.com, go check them out. Tell them that they're awesome. Tell them you said that they're awesome. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay, so I want to know about you guys some more because you know y'all are awesome so bill you've got you've got people that you want to thank for being where you're at so what's up with that i definitely got to thank uh the family the fiance and then all my sponsors precision concepts uh alamo alarms fox asterisk hookit.com gpr uh fmf lapc ap breaks um to say everybody that's helped me out this year that's uh that, that's basically giving me a program, giving me the uh, the uh, opportunity to chase down some more dreams and and basically give the dream you know another go this year. Um, I got to throw in THR Motorsports as well. They've they've stepped up for me this year too. So I just really appreciate it. Awesome, cool man. What about you, Bobbit? All right, uh, definitely need to thank Hoosberg, you know, for giving me this opportunity to be on a great team. And, uh, you know, Dunlop and MotorX and FMF, a lot of my standby sponsors, uh, my Troy Lee helmets, Scott Goggles, City Boots, PG Graphics, and uh, Enduro Engineering handguards, Cycle Nanos, this new kind of like spray-on-shine stuff that's awesome, and it's a cool sponsor of mine. So uh, you guys should check that out. They're doing a little contingency for the enduro series for everyone and then also uh, i guess the woman who wins the national championship there gets a free hoosberg so that's pretty cool too yeah that is pretty cool i was reading that as well i was like that's he says no signing up no nothing just win the class and boom you get a free bike i was like that's that's awesome that's that's one way to do it (laughs) yeah all right i just got a couple more questions that are actually really good so uh Bob, you were talking about how you were changing your race diet before during races and stuff like that. I think a big question was for Robbie is if there's been any changes to your diet, um, you know, kind of figuring things out before races, after races, um, and, and during training and things like that. How long do we have? Because I could go on for probably like three more hours. No, we don't. If we're opening up this time. We, we don't have three hours. I'll give you that. Uh, you have a minute and a half time cap. Minute and a half. Um, no, I, I've. I've always struggled with my diet and I never knew it. And, uh, one of the biggest things that I found is I'm allergic to gluten or sensitive to whatever you want to call it. So uh, I cut out wheat and that's probably the biggest change I've made. And besides that, I just eat clean. I just, I just look for nutrient rich food and that's pretty much as simple as it is. You know, I stay away from pastas and breads and anything. Processed. Yeah. Does, does eating clean mean that you physically eat while you're in the bath? Yeah. Yeah. I take the lettuce in the shower with me yeah. and wash it while I'm eating it. <laughs> that's good i like that i'm okay with that i am as well uh on the uh gluten intolerance so i understand your woes and it's helped me out a lot in uh, ways that we don't need to talk about in public because it's awkward but uh yeah so and then another fun one that i got was from uh, zach over here he wanted to know Bobbit, if you're going to be running in the same rig as lafferty with the husaberg team because it seems that uh, lafferty's kind of that Husaberg rig, I think, is kind of was his rig that he was always running out of. So, is are you going to be running out of that same rig with him? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, Mike's rig is that's his own private right. vehicle. Okay, and uh, you know, Husaberg is still growing in the U.S., so we're working on you know trackside kind of I guess vehicles. But uh, at the Enduros, you know, my personal sponsor, Cyclonano, is going to be having like kind of a 
post rig for us there just with uh, the Hoosberg pop-ups and we'll be side by side with uh, Mike at the track so that's kind of our plan and uh, the OMAs uh, it's kind of my own deal still I mean with Hoosberg support but I'll have my truck and trailer there and uh, GNCC's you know same kind of thing we'll just uh, pull up you know Mike and I will be side by side you know next to KTM but uh, definitely be pitting separately. All right. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I, I think that that's, a lot of people were wondering that because you know there's a little bit in the whole KTM and Husaberg being kind of the same company, but at the same time they're you know they're different. So I think it'd be interesting to see how you, how that was going to kind of play out. Um, so that's good to know. All right. So what you've been watching, if anybody still is, which I know is a couple because they're in the chat room, and hopefully there's there's numbers beyond that. I would imagine so. So this is seat time. You can find us at seattime.co. That's the website where all these shenanigans are archived um, that you can find. All the other things that we talk about, we like to post news and things like that, give our opinions on all the fun stuff out there, off-road, dirt bikes related, anything that really kind of gets our engines going, which at this point in time, it's the internet. I could find all kinds of stuff to talk about. So as well, we're going to talk about that kind of stuff on Facebook. So facebook.com slash seattime is where we're at. You can uh, please like us there, friend us there, share your pictures, share your stories. We like to talk about that kind of stuff on the show when we get a very good abundance of it. And then as well, one of our other social media uh, networks is Twitter. So twitter.com slash uh, it's twitter.com slash seattime underscore co is where you can follow us and uh, tweet us real hard there on Instagram. It's uh, seat time. So Instagram.com slash seat times where you can find us there if you want to. Way f- too many words. Yeah. Just put up a picture or something, man. See, what's funny is I've actually got pictures at the same time as I'm saying this. You know what they're called? There's a trivia question for you, Bob. You know what those pictures are called at the bottom of the screen? Well, I can't see. I don't know. They're called a lower They're called a lower third. Okay, so now that uh, Bob it interrupted me as I knew he would, that's okay. That's, that's the way it works. Uh, I would like to give away these two T-shirts. So... Everybody who is is anxiously awaiting. Wait, you need a God voice guy to say. Oh, say time. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. We j- say it again. Say it again. You want it again? Do it again. You need like the Monster Energy guy to be like say time. Isn't that the guy actually that's on DMXS? Is I it? think it's one of the DMXS guys that actually does a say time. Yeah, it's like. Okay, yeah. As ORV Hillbilly says, it's T-shirt time. So we're going to start with the West Coast and go to the East Coast. So what is your random question that I would hope pertains to some of the stuff that we talked about, Bill, so that somebody could answer it? First person gets to win a T-shirt. They got to answer oh, it in the chat to room. Pertain to what we've just been talking about? Uh, no, hour. I mean, if it talks about the size of the underwear that you wear, that's fine, too. I, mean, I guess we could guess. <laughs> There's only so many answers. Uh, uh, I mean, we could start with the East Coast if the West Coast is having problems here. Yeah, yeah, the West Coast is a little slow. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Bob, you got anything for us? I hope you do. I guess, yeah. How many nights a week does you know Robbie you know sleep with one of those teeth whitening things? Was that something that we talked about on the show? I mean, I, I don't know. Did you mention that? No. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. No, did, I didn't did. mention. I didn't mention the whitening trays. Oh <laughs> wow, dude! Holy shit! Yes, you did because we got all kinds of answers. <laughs> I like the thirty-two. Yeah, thirty-two. He did it at least at least thirty-two times. 
and then Billy's just like, I'll oh, just count them off, whatever. So is it is it seven? You do it every night? Well, no, no, I actually right. I actually don't. So Billy's right with zero. Oh, there you go. Oh. ORV Hillbilly zero. So that's our winner. So Meg, hit them up and we can get them that T-shirt. Okay, and then so uh, now our uh, random question from the West Coast for another winner, Mr. Bell. What's your question? All right, what what was Bobbitt's favorite part of his Husaberg? <laughs> favorite part. There were probably two of them, but I think I think there was one that we spent a little uh, little bit of time talking about. The favorite part in the I know what you're talking about. <laughs> favorite part in the rear or favorite about. part in the front. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh I okay, I want I want we got a couple of different things coming in. I want to. I hey, want to. Here's a hint. It's pretty darn special. Ah! I think Zach just got it. Yep, Zach got it. PDS. Yep, it was. Oh. It, so it's one of his more favorite parts in the rear. <laughs> right, right, and that's that's okay, right? All right. So where can we find all you guys on? Uh, on the social networks. Go for it, uh, Bobbitt. All right. Uh, just Russell Bobbitt on Twitter. Russell Bobbitt on Instagram. And my website is rbobbitt.com. Pretty simple. Mine's not much more complicated. It's <laughs> RobbieBellRacing.com, rbell32 at Facebook, and RobbieBell32 on Twitter. Awesome. And then, yeah, it's like Robbie Bell, everything else, 32. Yeah, it's as it's, it's clever as it gets because I'm an idiot and forget everything. So that's all right. Well, I, I have to say thank you guys very much for being on the show tonight. We did have some technical errors. As as I think that technology and innovation is always going to prove, especially when you put uh, a guy like me in charge of it, that we have a little bit of issues. But that's okay. We figure it out. We're going to make sure that we keep having fun. I really appreciate your time, uh, your effort uh, that you've put into this, and I hope we could do it again sometime that you guys – don't you know totally shy away from being on the internet with me i thought it was fun i enjoyed it thanks for having me absolutely but yeah thanks man. yeah you have your oj drink all right remember seat time always enjoy a pint full of awesome find us on the internet talk about us have fun and uh yeah we'll see you next time later